Testimony by Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. I love the song, love the message. It's very powerful. Um, I do not own the copyrights to the song, uh, but it fits very well with the theme we're going to go with. And this is Finding My Voice with Kina Powell. And In a few episodes, we are doing a series on uh, mental health journeys and interviews with people I've had um, to show like their mental health journey and where they are. And, uh, their experiences and stuff like that uh, as always we're always going to start with a disclaimer because the main thing that is going to be talked about this is mental health and my personal journey and that may include uh, my therapy religion aspects as well as um, just things I've gone through in my life and some things could be triggering to people so I will put that warning out there but we do have resources um, at the end of it, we always will have the specific resources, websites, and uh, phone numbers you can reach out to. Um, that's how I always will start this before we dive into anything, giving people opportunities and chances to continue to listen or not listen. Um, hope you stay tuned and keep up with us. And what we're going to discuss today is... For these next few episodes, we're going to do something a little different, you know what I mean? Like, as my podcast expands and grows, you know, I got to expand and grow. Um, so I decided to do a series on different people and their mental health journey. Um, and this is the first part of the series. I did an interview with my cousin, Arnesia, um, who is so a follow my girl on TikTok. Uh, her handle is at ari.powell that's a-r-i dot powell p-o-w-e-l-l and as well as instagram we got the nisi underscore nichelle that's n-e-s-i underscore n-i-c-h-e-l-l-e like take your time follow her uh see her content out there um she's doing great things um her messages are really good um you know and um this woman, she is 21, you know, she's 21 and like trying her best out here. She's trying to do the thing. She's trying to uh, praise God and do all those uh, amazing, amazing things and just spread and share her faith and uh, his word, you know. And like, that's the important thing. Like, that's brave. And uh, I commend her for that. I'm so very proud of her. Um, but let's have a listen at our conversation and uh, hear her story on where she is on her own mental health journey. So I'm just going to go through a few things. Uh, I'll ask you a base, like I said, like a three main questions. And as I'm asking these questions, I might have follow-up questions based on like your responses. Um, but once again, 
uh, feel free. Like, if it's too much or anything, do not <laughs> go into it. We don't want nobody crying on this thing. <laughs> I don't want to trigger nobody. We're not doing that today. Um, That's funny. So, I'll dive into the first question. Uh, how do you define mental health and what does it mean to you? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a great question because I don't have an answer. Um, how do I define mental health? Um, that's actually a really good question because I've never thought of that. I think, dang, I don't know because right now, or I don't want to say right now, but I think me finally like experiencing some type of like problem when it concerns mental health has like forced me to take it more serious so like honestly i'm still in that like learning bubble like i really don't know how i would define it to tell you the truth and what does it mean to me yeah i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i don't know um I think it's something, I don't know, I would say I think it's something that should be taken more serious. I would definitely say that. And I think, and honestly, I feel like there's like multiple definitions for it. So I wouldn't even put it in like a a bubble necessarily. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I know the first question is coming. (laughs) No, you don't have to be sorry. so you said for it to be taken more seriously. So in what aspect, like, what does that look like to you? Like, is there a certain thought that or certain memory that it took you to? Yeah. Uh, that's why it's like sad because I'm, I'm still so very new to this. But, yeah, I feel like just so when I started, well, first for me, like, before I ever dealt with, like, depression, I dealt with, anxiety and so I didn't even I had no idea when anxiety was or panic attacks or anything like that or even like really depression and so when I fell into it I feel like my family specifically um just kind of like brushed it off like it was that thing of like you just need to eat better and I mean I I put I put Eating better, I think that does play, but like I'm not going to leave with that. But you need to eat better, or even when I went to this church, it was kind of like you need to have like stronger faith. And I know my sister kind of had that too, like just having a deeper, deeper type of faith. Or my, I had a conversation with my brother, and I was telling him about like the thoughts that I were ha- I was having, and he was just like, "Don't listen to it." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Like it, it was just very much like." it was like a simple fix and I'm just like it's it's I feel like it's deeper than that um so yeah like I feel like my family didn't really take it serious it was like something that I could just get through as quickly as possible like all I need to do is like maybe fast or pray rebuke these demons or whatever case may be and like I'll be good so I was just like nah I think it's it's definitely very much deeper um than that so that's why I feel like it's not taking as seriously. Even if I feel like even if you told like your job, like, hey, you know, 
I can't come into work today because I'm really anxious or I'm extremely depressed right now, which is like extremely vulnerable. They wouldn't, they'll be like, girl, roll out of bed and go to work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come come to work. You don't, that's not a good enough excuse. Right. Like, they just, they would probably brush it off. So, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think way too many times more than often, just like, like you said, the jobs are, um, put you in a really bad space because like they aren't like oh uh it was not like a real sickness like you're fine like get it up like get up and get it on to work but it's just like no like this is like this is serious for me like this is like what's really happening what's going through my mind and stuff that's real like what's happening up here <laughs> like right. it is it affects the rest of me exactly um, and i understand to the point which like your family saying stuff like that like oh uh, you just need to pray more, have more faith, and, uh, oh, just don't listen to the thoughts. I was like, okay, that's all easier said than done, you know? Right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I definitely understand that. Do you think, um, what do you think it would take for them to actually understand, or what would you, what steps have you taken to try to get them to relate and understand? Okay, so I would say for my family to truly understand, and I, I don't I don't want them to ever, but I feel like they would have to go through it. Like, for them specifically, I mean, my mom, she struggles with depression, and she's felt and dealt depression. But, like, when it concerns, especially, like, anxiety, like, gosh, I can talk about anxiety all day because I feel like no one really understands how crazy that junk is like i don't know so um yeah i feel like with my parents specifically not just my parents but my siblings for sure like anybody in my family would have to literally deal with it and like go through just go through it in order to like understand and then steps that i've tried is i've tried to be like open like telling them like how i feel and I mean, that never really helped either because they would look at me sick. But just telling them, like, trying to compare, like, what I'm feeling to something they've already, like, mm-hmm. maybe dealt with before. And I'm just like, it's kind of similar to this. Or it's like, for example, I'm like, you know, if you work out and, like, you're trying to freaking catch your breath and your heart is racing really, really fast. Like, it, it's something similar as that. Or I, or I had my brother... I was at his house and we were watching videos of this girl talking about like how she feels when she has panic attacks and you know when is the start whatever and so he watched it and he was like kind of understanding it but I felt like he truly still couldn't understand because he couldn't relate and um so I mean I've tried those but it didn't really help that much but yeah those are some steps okay um so the second question I had, like you kind of already dove into it um, from my first question. So I, as we're talking, I came up with another one. Um, so like you grew up pretty much like it was uh, like school and stuff like that, like high school and like growing up. Um, it was predominantly white uh, areas and people stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like? Um, were you exposed early on? Like, have like did they ever mention things like that in that nature, talking about mental health or stuff like that? Or did you find it more easier to go to, like, people, like, the white friends you met have, may have made versus the 
black people that you knew, like your family and other friends you may have may have had? Um, actually, no, because like when I was in high school and just like you said, I mean, I meant I went mainly to a white school. I never heard anything about mental health. Like we never talked about it, like ever, ever. I can't even like pinpoint one time I've like heard about any of this. I remember my junior year, I felt like I was um, not depressed. I felt like it was anxiety, but I didn't know what it was called. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was talking to this therapist because I literally, I didn't even, well, I knew she was a therapist, but I had went to this convention, whatever, this church convention, and I just started crying, like, uncontrollably like it was so random and she told me i had anxiety and i was like well i mean i don't really know what that is and plus my parents don't care like they're not gonna care and so i remember she had a conversation with my parents and um yeah nothing really happened after that it was just like okay so and then i just brushed it off because i was like i don't know what this lady's talking about because again no one really defined what anxiety was to me like i still didn't understand it so i never heard anything about it um until last year and that's because i went on the whole thing of research to like figure out what was going on with me so yeah never heard it which is pretty crazy that's actually really sad like thinking i went my whole entire like like from i mean i guess elementary is like and eh, give or take but even like middle school to like high school and even college like i never heard anything about any sorts of thing mental health like of course you hear little things like oh you hear the words depression anxiety like those are just thrown like you know whenever yeah. but you never actually like sit down get to learn what this is hear the people talk about it like it's it's it was never talked about so yeah yeah I think too often than not, it's just like people, like you said, they just throw those terms out there, but no one's ever truly defining them and like letting people know, like, okay, like what this is what it means, like this is what steps like you would have to take, like this is what it looks like. Because um, I was like not a similar experience. Like it was college. It wasn't until I got to college <laughs> when I got went to see a therapist and what was going on. Like my friend had to physically bring me to a therapist because just like she saw that I was depressed and she's like, "Here, go to the counseling center and do that." And then the counselor was just even. She just threw depression out there, and I had never heard anyone say that. And I was just like, "Huh?" Yeah. Like, and she never went back and even told me that. Like, like you said, like I had to. Um, look it up myself and do the research like myself um, so I think that's like really sad and something that definitely needs to change because people shouldn't ha be out here looking up things themselves when they're literally people who are uh, certified to diagnose people and explain it like we gotta do better we gotta Seriously. do better I agree um, you talked about your panic attacks um, so when was like the first time that you actually realized like wow like I I need help and like how did you go about getting it um so I'm trying to think when so my first panic attack was I don't know sometime early 2021 um I had like semi two or whatever in 2021 and then at the end of 2021, so this was like in October, I remember the day, it was like October 16th, and I was just trying to go to sleep, and I just randomly had 
a panic attack that kept like I, I had multiple panic attacks so I had one and then it like loosened just a tap it and then it came back and so this was from like 10 to 5 in the morning literally exactly so I was just back to back to back so I was like yo something and I was I remember I called I called my sister first and then I called my brother and then I drove this is when I was in school I drove home and I was so anxious driving back home and then when I got home like I was just having panic attacks like just all the time just randomly and um I was having some like mild panic attacks before then but again I didn't know like really what it was like I just knew I would have these like their panic attacks but I would have these panic attacks but they would last for like I don't know like five like two to five minutes so I was mm -hmm. like yeah I brushed it off but this was the first time it lasted way too long and I, I was like oh no like something is wrong and um yeah so that's when I went back home and then I went to I didn't have I didn't have a doctor at the time so I found some doctor again I'm in freaking school trying to go back and forth home up there or actually no I, I didn't even go back up there because at this time I couldn't even drive like I was so anxious that I could not drive every time I got behind a wheel I would have a panic attack and I went to a doctor they did like blood work and stuff they're like you're fine like nothing's wrong with you and I'm like they're like what's wrong with you is you have anxiety and I'm like okay well fix it everything <laughs> <laughs> figure <laughs> <Literally>. it out <laughs> right no, I'm literally like figure it out isn't then um I was supposed to go to the psychiatrist but I didn't because um again like my family didn't really understand and I didn't understand so I was listening to their advice and they're like you know as, also I didn't have insurance so I was paying everything out of pocket and again I'm in college and no one was helping me financially so I was like I Mike should go should I go to a psychiatrist or not you know mom's like no like they were everyone kept telling me it will pass but as the months kept rolling by it never did and then I fell into such a deep depression and I don't even know, I truly feel like it was because, I feel like it was like a um, chain reaction. Like, once I found the, like, the anxiety, like, the depression came. I don't know if I was depressed because I was like, I'm dealing with this thing right now. But all I know is I fell into a deep, dark pit hole that I never, ever, ever experienced. And I was like, yeah. Tell you the truth, it took me a long time to get help actually i didn't start medication until so i said i felt my first panic attack in october i was so scared to get the medication because i'm very sensitive to medication everybody told me not to get on it so i didn't start until like january mm. because new year's i fell into another panic attack while i was visiting my sister and i was like i cannot do this anymore like i can't do this so that was the first time I got medication, and I started seeing a therapist, I believe, in March. Okay. And that was that. Was that. And then, yeah, rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still on the journey. You're still going through it. Yeah. You're still taking the steps it takes to um, to get better. <laughs> Um, and yeah. like to also just fighting for your life because it is it is a battle for our lives out here. Um, 
So uh-huh. I see your strength. I see the growth. <laughs> I see how hard you're actually trying to work to just be better and do better and just be not a normal human being, but just like to have like an like an average, not average. Like you know what I'm trying to say. Like you know, like I do. Thank you. <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, like what normal like not normal people because just like so often than not people who aren't struggling with mental health uh issues they don't realize like how hard it really is to just be normal like <laughs> to right, just yeah. walk a regular life um right especially it's like when like you say the doctors were telling like oh there's something physically wrong with you okay like but it feels like it is like <laughs> it feels right. like it is like my mind is telling me there is something physically wrong with me i don't exactly. know how to do like how do i battle that how do i get through that right Exactly. No, that's that's definitely true. And I wish people talked about the physical size because I feel like when you just hear, and I, I think people have like defined even anxiety wrong because like, well, I think there's multiple definitions, but I think clinical like anxiety, like that's different. I think when people say anxiety, they think of just like, oh, you know, like anxious thoughts, like you're worrying about like the future or you're worrying about the next step. And it's like, yeah, that's part of it. But like, there's a whole different side and that's why we try to tell people like the physical side bro and even like especially with depression too like it's so crazy like i always know when i'm depressed because i get like my my physical body reacts like it's just i get this tight feeling in my chest and i'm like oh here it goes it's starting and then what do you know i'm freaking depressed days going by and i'm just like sad not trying i'm like I don't know what's wrong with me. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Well, I really thank you for being vulnerable with me and opening up about your struggles and like what you're doing to be better and try like make your life better and like just be a normal human being on this earth. You know, Um, we need people talking about this more, so much more. So I thank you for sharing your story with me. Um, I will hold it true to my heart and take care of it best that I can. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And I love you. I love you so much. I love you too, Kina. <laughs> wow, that's so powerful. So, so powerful. I thank my cousin Anicia for uh, being open with me and sharing with me because, you know, God, it's not easy out here sharing your story and just like. Um, being out here and being vulnerable it's not easy especially as we walk through this world and it hardens our heart um so i thank her so much for being open and uh being a part of this first episode of this series um i really appreciate her and i love her so much and i'm looking forward to seeing more of her journey i'm excited about it and seeing her growth and um keeping up with her progress and uh, And what i want to encourage everyone else and whoever may be listening to um if you have similar feelings like this if you have like any worries or uh anxious thoughts or if you've been having panic attacks and you don't really understand what's going on um and you i encourage you like seek out a therapist a specialist someone um who will better diagnose you and let you know what's going on um to help you out uh, so you don't have to do this alone you never have to do this alone there's so many resources out there for us to um take hold of and you know and then uh so we could just be better you know like life is already hard enough and then now we throw other uh mental illness in in the mix it's just even harder um so whatever we got to do to make life a little bit easier 
um, I'm sharing things. I'm sharing my story. She, my cousin Anissa, she's sharing her story um, and what she's done. And like, you know, we're just all out here trying to help each other uh, be better, gain better, do better, um, you know? Because it is, like I said, it is a battle for our lives out here. Uh, so I'm suiting up. I suit up every day. Uh, and she suited up. So like, let's get suited up together, y'all, because it is hard out here. And I want us to be better, and I want us to come out on a better end of it, you know? Um, so that's my little tidbit for that today. Uh, I want everyone to be well, uh, be encouraged, stay encouraged, and stay blessed. This has been Finding My Voice. As always, thanks for listening, and until next time.